Don't you know that not listening to the Shenmue AM2 podcast is way uncool? Welcome back to another episode of the Shenmue AM2 podcast. We're your hosts, Andrew. And Matt. And we are continuing our journey through Shenmue 3. Sorry about the big gap between the episodes. If you're listening to this in the future, there was no gap between the episodes because you're listening at your own leisure. Um, Funny yeah. how that time works. Matt and I were both kind of busy. It was, you know, post-Christmas season and um, we were going to record and then Matt and my wife had to go away of work to film some commercials mm-hmm. and then my wife and I had to go on vacation. We actually didn't have to go on vacation, <laughs> it, it turns out. out, because we flew from St. John, New Brunswick to Toronto, Ontario, which is, you know, halfway across Canada, maybe 40% of the way across Canada mm-hmm. and we went to see a comedy show and he cancelled because they had three centimeters of snow in Toronto. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Two nights in a hotel, round trip flights, for nothing. You went to Toronto to watch Netflix in your hotel. Yep. And we <laughs> couldn't even watch YouTube because the Wi-Fi was garbage. Ugh, terrible. Um, yeah. It's got to be something that can be done for you in a situation like they that. They did. They uh, The hotel, because some kids tried to get into a room at like quarter after three in the morning, and I got a Baja Mountain Dew instead of a regular Mountain Dew or the vending machine. <laughs> Baja, Baja Blast Mountain Baja Dew. Blast. Sucks. And it expired in September of 2019. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're back to do more Shenmue talk. I'm slowly crawling through the game, so you get another episode of a mid-game mid review recap, I guess. Yeah, I have I have finished the game a little while ago. Um, I'm going to try to be spoiler-free on Matt here. Uh, so we'll have, once Matt completes the game, we'll do an episode where we kind of review it, talk about everything, talk about the story, talk about all that. This is just kind of, Matt's in Niawu as well now, uh, so we're just going to kind of talk about that area, our thoughts, what we like, what we don't, and kind of, yeah, go from there, and then our next episodes will be that. We're planning on doing an episode about, just talking about hype for games, and Matt and I will probably pick like five games each that, you know, we were really excited for. Um, and then when they came out, you know, how we felt about them and whether or not they lived up to the hype. Just kind of con- compare and contrast with Shenmue 3. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're in Niawu now, Matt. What do you think of it? Uh, it's very pretty. Um, a lot of detail to all the sho- uh, shops and the NPCs. It feels... I think it's more densely packed than Hong Kong was, was isn't it? Or Kowloon. Um... With regards to shops, probably, like... You can't walk two feet without getting to the next shop. <laughs> yeah, it's it's they're, interesting. They're literally packed to the gills with shops. <laughs> but I don't mind that. And But it's just amazing, just like the old games, how at every stage of the game, where you're looking for specific things, each, each unique NPC at each shop will have something different, slightly different to say about that topic. And you can, again, just like the old games, you can learn about the local uh, community and stuff through their commentary on what you ask them, basically. Sometimes. Sometimes it's boring. It's just like, oh yeah, it's over there. But Yeah. One thing I noticed they did do in this is they, f- they quarantined off areas 
Mm-hmm. And more importantly, they quarantined off shortcuts between areas, mm-hmm. which I thought was an odd decision. Mm-hmm. But it does kind of not letting you go certain places is a smart decision on their part because then they don't have to put all these NPCs voice recordings for stuff that would happen yeah. really early on in Niawu for parts of Niawu that you'd be in later. True. They don't have to worry about recording voice stuff for them. It is, <laughs> excuse me, a very packed area. Mm. Uh, it's Everything's tight in there. Some things are too tight. Yeah. Um, one thing I encountered and I, I saw someone get around it, I think, in a screenshot. Mm-hmm. There's a gotcha machine where all those little stands are when you get up um, into the owl and you can kind of go left to the pawn shop or right. There's a bunch of st- little sh- uh, stands that you can purchase stuff from. Yeah, I tried to get stuff out of that gotcha machine and I can't focus on it. <laughs> Whenever I get a focus thing to talk or to do something, it just talks to the guy in that little oh. little thing and I'm... I, I don't know is, a way around it. Is it a it. unique machine that you can't find anywhere else? I don't... I I imagine... Because I think there's at least two or three of every machine. Yeah. Um, but it was just... I was just trying and like just kind of like shuffling Rio a couple inches each way and just couldn't do it. And I was just so damn frustrated. <laughs> it's uh, just like the first area. It's fun finding all the uh, herbs and you can sell them for so much money. <laughs> They don't grow back. I know, they don't grow back, but if you wait... Like, I waited this time, like, unlike the first area, I waited until... I think the I think I have everything, access to everything now. But I waited till I have had access to the entire map. I picked up every single herb on the map, and then you go right on the sell list all the way to the, to the end, and you can sell, like... The full sets. The full sets for, like... $800 or $600 or whatever and like it sell like a dozen of them like it's a lot of money in the end but yeah they don't grow back <laughs> this game did give me and this is it, if this was any other game it wouldn't have mattered at all but it did give me the worst Shenmue experience I've ever had yeah <laughs> with regards to like a specific thing and like not overall you know, oh, I okay. mean, but I tried to talk to someone and I couldn't that happened in Shenmue 2. There's certain NPCs you couldn't talk to. Even the first Shenmue, I think. Like, I, th- specifically the people walking around. You could stop them. Mm, I guess you could stop them in the first game. But I think in the second game, some people wouldn't even... You couldn't even stop. No, I think in the second... I, mean, I don't know. Someone maybe, fact check us on that, maybe. Yeah. But I, I, if there was, I never tried it, maybe. Mm. But in this one, there was just people walking. I'm like, nah, they, don't, they won't talk to me. Yeah. And it really bummed me out. Yeah. Because there was something... There was definitely more of them, if, if, if that is a thing that happened before. But yeah. I love that little girl who walks around like she owns the place. You ever see her, the little... She walks around. He, just so... He was marching with his arms up. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, she lifts her arms really... This is an audio podcast, man. <laughs> do, you, um, do you know who I'm talking about? No. Okay, I'm going to pause it and show you. Uh... Okay, I just showed Andrew what I'm talking about. It's a little, it's, it's a little kid in the first town in, in a pink outfit. <laughs> Maximilian Dude's channel has a couple of good videos. <laughs> that kid is back. <laughs> she looks like she just killed somebody. She's going to go kill someone else. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. Anyways. Um, yeah. So, we're dental plan. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Niao Wu. You couldn't talk to everybody. Um, For instance, that kid. <laughs> One 
I find when you meet Ren in this part of the game, mm-hmm. it's just like... They don't oh, make a big deal out of it. No, it's not a big deal. It's like, oh, this wasn't a main character from the second game. Mm-hmm. It's just some guy. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> Can you go get this thing for me? Mm-hmm. Was I mean, in the second game, did he imply that he'd, he was going to follow him or anything? <sighs> he wanted that treasure. Yeah, we know that. But did but, he say, I'm going to like follow you <laughs> or I'll he, see you? I think they hint at it when he throws the knife. Oh, yeah, yeah. Into the right. wall, into yeah. the map. But, so, so we knew he'd show up again, but Rio probably thought he'd seen the last of him. And it's just such a casual encounter. And it's like they're... I don't know. <laughs> he gave me a mission where I had to find mushrooms. Yeah. Was that a real mission, or was he just yanking my mission? I don't know. He, I had to do it for him, too. Did you actually do it? Because, yeah. Oh, you did it. Because yeah. uh, I, I put it off, and then I went back later. He's like, oh, you don't need to do that anymore, by the way. <laughs> that is something that's kind of unique to this game, is you... If there's mish side missions and you don't do them or you go back and talk to the person and didn't get what they want, it ends it. Mm. Like, there was a kid that wanted me to get him a face mask or something. Yeah. And I just went and talked to him and was like, he's like, oh, you didn't get it for me, eh? And I'm like, oh, shit. Sorry, bud. <laughs> but, yeah, that was kind of the end of it. Hmm. Um, what did you think of the forklift? Um, I, I think... The forklift is just as good as the old forklift. It's just the area is not as good. Yeah, that's my big thing too. I, I actually d- might like the forklift better than the old forklift. Nah, it's. I think it controls a little better. I think it controls far worse. Really? Okay. Well, it, you know what? No, it's not the controls. It's the fucking narrow hallway they have you going down there. Well, that's what I mean. The area sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's terrible. Uh, to be honest, I didn't do a whole lot of the forklift driving. Okay. Once once I got a certain point into this game I realized I'm going to enjoy it the second playthrough a lot more Mm. if I don't do all this stuff now. Yeah. So confession, I didn't do fishing once. I have not (laughs) touched the fishing at all in this game. I was gonna there's like a little fishing mini game you can do in the first town where if you like complete it you get a special jacket. I was gonna do it and I'm like I'll save it for next time. <laughs> Are you actually going to play this again? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I'm going to try not to buy as many games this year and play the games I already have. So <laughs> I'm sure I will. I'm, I'm. So how many games are over there in the stack that I'm buying from you for the Dreamcast? Six, is it? Five or six? Five, I think. And so I have this other thing that I've been doing. <laughs> just sidetrack here, but just you're trying not to buy games. Mm-hmm. I bought four... Different wrestling games. Oh yeah, you said eBay. that you're trying to get every wrestling. I'm game. trying to buy every wrestling game that's ever been released on a console. Do you have all the Fire Pro or, wrestlings uh, or handheld? I have a few of the Fire Pros. I have Fire Pro Returns from PS2. <laughs> Fire Pro. There was some on Dreamcast, wasn't there? There's Fire Pro D on Dreamcast. I do have that. Mm. Um, and then I purchased Fire Pro Iron Slam '96 and Fire Pro G for the PS1. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the old wrestling games? I think they were like Muscle something. Ultimate Muscle. Yeah, it was like the weird, weird-headed guy. Yeah, there's there's one of those on the GameCube, and there's in North America there was one on the PS2, and I think there's actually like three just, of them on the PS2. I just remember it from the NES. Yeah, and a little. Did you have any little action figure guys? They're I all, think I did because they're, they're all peach colored. Yeah, but yeah, and then when I was in Toronto. Uh, the one thing I did do was go to ANC Games and I picked up a couple wrestling games there. 
Uh, is, so, that a, is that a costly hobby or some of them very rare and expensive? There's a couple that are going to be, but it, for the most part, none, nothing's... Like, I, I was listening to something, and a guy was talking about in television, there's like a body slam game for that that's like 500 bucks or something. Yeah. And then I noticed that I had in television lives on the GameCube, and it's on that. Do you want... <laughs> random, do you want a basketball game? Why? Because... <laughs> I just have it for some reason. It's hosted by Marv by Marv Albert. He'll bite you in the back. I don't know. I don't know who He's that a per- is. He was a pervert announcer for NBC. Pervert? Yeah, he would bite women on the back. What the? Yeah. So it's like... Uh, look at him. Doesn't he look like he's going to bite you? He does. <laughs> look at those teeth. <laughs> yes, they do are pearly white. Jesus. What game is that? So what? NBA Action 94. For Genesis. For Genesis. My cousin Brian and I, I had NBA Action 95. Oh. We used to make... All the short the players on the Denver Nuggets, we create these people and make them as short as possible because they were called the Denver Nuggets. Uh, and uh, we would uh, little Nugget people. Yeah, we would um, play uh, that and make them really short. It was funny. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I have some notes about Shenmue in my phone. So while Matt's looking those up. Uh, yeah, I, I've just been crazy into purchasing wrestling games and. I have, with the ones that are coming from eBay, almost 150 wrestling games. <laughs> and overall, I only have, like, it's under 1,400 video games in total. So over 10% of my gaming collection is... Is now wrestling games. Is wrestling. <laughs> what do you have for your... Um, oh, question. Did you see him get hit in the face of the fire hydrant, or fire extinguisher yet? Yes, I made sure to make him get hit. <laughs> Not that I would have beat that the first time anyways, because I can't beat any of these... Uh, QT's the first time. <laughs> Isn't it the greatest scene of Jet Move of all time? Yes. <laughs> Clunk. <laughs> it is fantastic. Yeah, I'm having a real hard time with the, the QTEs. They are tough. Is that something they patched? I don't think it is. Because they just put out a patch. They put out two patches. I think one was to prep for the DLC and then one was the DLC or well, whatever. They changed some stuff in the most recent patch. I saw that they changed the how much you get paid for delivering crates on the forklift. I assume they increased it. But yeah. Um, cuz like some some jobs are not worth the time you put into it. No. Like did you chop a lot of wood? Yeah, at the beginning. I haven't so far. I'm still riding on my my herb money. <laughs> <laughs> But I bought the most expensive move move scrolls in the game with my herb money. And uh, they, there's some pretty cool moves. They look cool. They always knock the, the characters down, which I love. I love ragdolling guys. Um, Do you actually think they... Because they said they were going to implement ragdoll. I don't think it's really ragdolly at all. <laughs> it's the most basic. I think it's, it's, I think it's pretty fucking stiff. It's... <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. What are your thoughts on buying move scrolls in this game? Uh, as opposed to trading for them, or like just how you just, get them, just or... collecting them in general. Uh, I mean, you don't get as many move scrolls from what I've seen from other characters, or just finding them anymore. But I just mean in general, like the fact that they exist in this game. <laughs> they existed in the old game. Yeah, but like, what are your thoughts on them in Shenmue Three? I don't. Know. I don't. Do you think they're necessary? Because there's not a whole lot of fighting in this game. Oh. I, I would be willing to wager there's ten for every one fight scene in story, there's ten move scrolls you can get for it. <laughs> well, I've been doing a lot of fighting just because I've been trying to go through every <coughs> every dojo and get to the top of the dojo and also that like in the uh Rose Guard no the uh, Yeah. 
garden rows or whatever. Garden, yeah, I've been trying to get to the end of that. So I've been doing a lot of like one-on-one arena fighting, but yeah, I've only fought like thugs or whatever, maybe two hand, or three times. A handful of times. It's <laughs> yeah. not very... I think it's not prevalent in this, but you can sure get a shit ton of move scrolls. Yeah. Now, that being said, if there is a Shenmue 4, it is very important that this care save file carries over. Mm-hmm. Um, more so than from, like, 1 to 2. Yeah. And obviously 2 to 3 didn't happen, but... Um, did you level up Rio all the way? I did. I, I didn't think I was anywhere as close. Um, you mean I, you're like all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm max level. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, essentially, because it was like an odd number. It wasn't like 50 or 100 or something. It was, it was like, like 40, 43 or... Well, I think like your kung fu and your stamina and stuff, isn't that like cap at like 14 or something? Or Yeah, it's an odd number. Yeah. It's not like an increment of 5 or 10 And then or I think overall... Maybe it's level four. I don't know. Yeah, I did max that. I didn't mind doing the um, horse stance or the one-inch punch. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that fucking rooster step, though. <laughs> oh, no bueno, no bueno. Yeah. Did you like it? I didn't love any of the training, really. Because, like I said, it felt I felt obliged to do it. Like, I couldn't beat guys unless I did it. Unlike the old game, where it was more optional. It's like, you can get through the whole game without training once. and like, But if you train, you'll, your moves will become more refined and do more damage and become more... Like, you'll do it a more efficient move. A more efficient form of the move and all that. So it was, like, optional. But just for, like, role-playing purposes, I would train and stuff. But now now that I'm forced to do it, I don't, like, I don't love that. So, spoilers to anyone who hasn't beaten it yet. This does have New Game Plus, which playing through the second time is going to be a much more enjoyable experience, I think. Yeah, it should be. Because that, you don't have to worry about, especially if you've maxed out your your Kung Fu and all that. Yeah. The second time through, you don't have to worry about, you can just go and fight. Yeah. You what? don't have to worry about training. You're going to... the. A, it will be exponentially shorter amount of actual in-game days mm. to complete that story because you're literally just just going through just it. going yeah. through it, and the only thing you need to worry about is the economy of making money to eat to feed yourself. Mm-hmm. That's really it, and your money carries over. So oh. whatever you had at the end of the first one, mm. what's well, good? You're gonna have so I I really think that people will enjoy it the second time through more because it's going to be an entirely different experience. When you're max level, is like the rest of the game really easy? Like so far, like I went max level and then I went back and did some fights. I'm like, holy crap, nobody can touch me. Uh, but I don't know if it stays that easy. I maxed out pretty close to the end, oh. um, so I I didn't really. And I once I got to Niawu, other than some fights in the Rose Garden, I did attempt that a couple times. Um, I didn't really train at the temple with that guy a whole lot. Um, I, I was more on a, a Chobu hunt. Or is that what they're called, Chobus? I don't know. The little things that you find everywhere. Did you get addicted to that? What do they look like? The little bird statue that you find in every single store has one. Oh, no, I didn't get that. Is that a mission? Does he actually pick them up and take them? Or is he... Oh, what? (laughs) Well, stop the presses. (laughs) Holy shit, what? Are you serious right now? Is it part of the story that they they introduced this to you? 
you it's the first thing you see in the owl. Like you see a poster for it, and you're like, what's this all about? Oh yeah. And you get the phone, you get the cards from each person. You find their the chobu and you. I saw that poster. I didn't really read it. Oh my <laughs> god, Matt! You literally. Oh. <laughs> it's the most addicting. You literally need to scan with your eyeballs hmm. every inch of certain places to find this. And some of them are so incredibly hidden. <laughs> You're just like, how in the hell was I supposed to even see that? Is it like a physical object or is yes. it like a drawing? No, it's a it's yeah. a little bird statue and like. So, oh, every man. shop has every one? single store in the game has one, and you find them, and then what? They give you something. So when you find it, you get a card for it, and you can trade some of those cards towards move scrolls and stuff. So do you? In order to start it, do you just like go up to any old shop and find your first one and talk to? The, you don't have to talk. You don't talk to anyone. You just find you just it. Find it. So now that I've seen that poster, I can just find them. Yeah. Okay. No, I'll, I'll try it. Oh, no. no. Don't start? Oh, no. You're going to start, and then you're going to be like, You got any more of those Chobo figures? <laughs> it's just a 5 o'clock free crack giveaway? <laughs> it, it is Shenmue crack. It is Shenmue crack. Well, that's how I felt about the herbs, finding all the herbs. <laughs> I did. I I don't know if I found all the herbs, but, like, anytime I saw grass, it was like, Oh, yeah, no, no. I, I got something to do. Hold Grid on. pattern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you just get you get into the first person mode, and you're like, yeah. "Come on, red circles! Come on, red circles!" Yeah. What else you got in there? Um, oh, these first few are from the first area. Uh, so the end of the first area, mm-hmm. when you have to catch those damn chickens, isn't that not fun? Yeah, it's not fun. But well, the the look on Rio's face when he keeps telling him to come back the next day, and Rio's just like, <sighs> <laughs> he just wants to kill the guy. So so. I have to find Chobu statues, but when you play again, if you're on your new game plus, I want you to talk to Shenhua every night. Does it get erotic? Until until she until she says she's done talking to you, <laughs> just keep talking to her. Does it get erotic? Uh, I think they talk about boyfriends and girlfriends at one point. Maybe I can't remember. That's not that erotic. No. <laughs> did you use the phone in the game? Yeah. Call back to people. Yeah, I did. I called a few of them. I didn't call everyone because I wanted to save some of them for next time. I called everybody, but you can call them three times each and pick a different answer, and you'll go down a slightly different path. You just have to listen to that first half of the conversation over again. One thing that I think was one of the oddest choices they made was to put this in. Make this a Kickstarter reward. You can talk to these people and all this stuff. You get this phone card. Mm-hmm. Why would they do this if they're not? It's it's just plucking at your nostalgia heartstrings. Why in the fuck would they do this and then not get all of the original voice actors? It is such an odd decision. I don't know. Not they're worth like, the money, I guess. Or, or well, I don't know. They're like, hey, yeah, no, people like Tom. People like like. Harasaki? Not even Nozomi. They like Harasaki. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's I don't just know. this is something. They did get was, Joy though, didn't they? Yeah, she. Yeah, they yeah. did get Liesel. Mm. Um, I'm assuming she did the voice of Joy. Mm. But it's such an odd decision to me. Mm. Like, why? Why go down that road if you're not gonna? I don't know. Hundred percent that. I, I still kind of appreciate it. I still. Oh, I appreciate. I appreciate the the intent of it. Yeah, but yeah, the execution. I, mean, of I definitely it is, wish it was the original voice. The execution sure. of it is just 
unadulterated trash. Yeah. To the point where James Reiner actually had the Ren one, or the Guizang one, fixed. What do you mean? He he, he actually re-recorded the lines with Eric Kelso. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm going to listen to that. Um, um, so... When you, when Shenhua was waking you up every day in the first area, did she ever touch Ryo like to wake him up, or did she always like peek her head in and wake him up? I don't think I ever had her wake me up. Really, every morning she says, "Ryo, time to wake up." Not in not in Yawu, in in the first village. I don't remember her actually at her, ever at saying her house. anything. Yeah, I don't remember her actually ever saying anything to me. Okay. I would have a conversation. She wouldn't let me. I couldn't leave the house some days yeah. without her stopping me. But the cutscene for me every day was she'd like. That's why I was wondering, since you never talked to her, I'm like. Like, it started out as she was. Uh, maybe at the beginning it started out he just woke up on his own. I don't remember. But for the longest time, she would poke her head in and wake me up. And then she came in a little bit further and w- woke me up. And then eventually it. It, it ended up that she'd like sh- you know uh, shake him a little bit and say hey Rio wake up time to wake up so no like, so that must be a result of those conversations must be because what would happen with me is I would wake up I'd run into that table in the middle of his bedroom for some reason <laughs> why why is that there I have no idea <laughs> go out and then I'd usually make it almost to the door and she would talk to me mm. and then when you get outside she would come out and talk to you again to yeah. just say like the generic goodbye message yeah that happened um, but yeah that's interesting that's that's a really neat thing that if you do talk to her, you get those, you know, she wakes you up with a handy or something. <laughs> a handy on the shoulder. Um, so, oh yeah, and you finally find out who the guy in the photo is that with uh, Rio's dad that he has his arm around, which is Londi's dad. <laughs> we didn't know that before, did we? Most people probably guessed. But that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm not certain we know it now. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> then I have a note here that's uh, that I don't I can't remember. Does it just say fire extinguisher face? No. It says Rio just let that man walk away. I can't remember what that's in reference to. Probably the guy who threw the fire extinguisher. Face. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was somebody who said he knew Rio's dad. And then Rio, like, just just let him walk away and didn't ask more questions. I can't remember. Is it the punching fist in the tree guy? It might be. I think it is. Um, there's a Sega Saturn in the temple. There's Sega Saturns all over this game. <laughs> None of them work. Thanks for the tease. <laughs> um, I, the guy... Uh, oh, oh, did you play Highway Star yet? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Isn't that the best game ever? <laughs> it's okay. I think I prefer whack-a-mole. <laughs> Wacky mole. <laughs> yes. Um, Copyright. The guy, the guy that Rio keeps losing to in the first in the in Bailu. Um, I hate how every time you beat him, and then the cutscene starts, and he just fla- he, he spins around and flails his arms and and manages to connect with Rio, and that's how he beats him. Like twice it happens. Are uh, 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 you mean the second area or in in Bailu? Um, the guy that they capture in Shenhua like makes some shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Guy. Like you have to, f- you go, you confront him twice, and you're you're destined to lose each time. But he still, he just beats you by flailing and like clotheslining you, like just by happenstance. It looks bad. Well, if you can tell my by con- by my confusion, <laughs> that may not be the last time that happens to you. <laughs> um. Um. Does Shenhua have a different last name from her dad? 
Because isn't she Shenhua Ling? Or yeah, and he's uh, there. I, she even has different names in some of the materials for the games. Hmm, I'm pretty sure. That's Matt's cat in the background, or not wow. Matt's cat? It's the cat wow. that Matt's a foster parent too. Well, okay. Wow. Here. Oh, adoptive father. Yeah. Okay, that's why. Yeah. Okay, I guess I didn't remember that. What else do you get for notes there? Um. Oh, the the do not run areas can fuck themselves. Yeah. Is it like a? I wonder. Somebody who's good with the culture will have to tell us. Is it like a sign of respect to not run in these certain areas? It must be, but if you do something 99.9% of a video game to travel <laughs> and then that 0.1% you can't do it, mm. it's remarkably annoying. Yeah. Oh, I dread it every time. Yeah. Every time I play it. <laughs> um, what do you think of the mini games? Like the arcade games? or Like the little like one where you shoot the ball up and there's like it falls in the holes. Uh, oh, I only played that like once. I haven't really explored those too much. Yeah, they're all they're all fine. I I, I wish they were actual video games, uh, retro Sega video games. But um, I liked uh, in the phone conversation with uh, with uh, Ine-san learning that Mark went to the dojo. <laughs> oh, I did spoiler. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> you must have picked one of the other three. Yeah. But uh, you can ask her, like she says about visitors to the dojo, and if one of them is a foreigner, and if you ask about the foreigner, it's Mark from the harbor. Huh. He's going after the Mad Angels for revenge. <laughs> We're going to have a Mark side, Mark Kimberly side story. Yeah. Mark Kimberly DLC. Yes. Oh, <laughs> man, he's just at the harbor just whooping ass. <laughs> Driving over people in his Oh, home. he's merciless. He, like, stabs someone. <laughs> with the arm of the forklift and it like goes through the like outside of the warehouse too <laughs> and then he just backs up and you see the body slide down the warehouse oh my god Mark Kimberly DLC <laughs> if there's any justice in this world we need Mark Kimberly DLC yeah and if you die in that DLC when you're playing as Mark it just cuts to a game over screen and he's at the bottom of the bay and he's got cement shoes on <laughs> with his lunch <laughs> with his lunch tied around his neck um yeah. Ah, my lunch. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. What else What else can we talk about in the, the second area? Um, There's a lot of shops. It's still very fetch questy. Yeah. The whole thing kind of is a little bit. Yeah. Um, what else? What I else? really love all the detail in the shops, though. Like... Oh, and that—that's yeah. the thing with these with this Chobu game. You see so much more detail. Yeah, like there's in one of these games where there's like a little one of those games where you shoot up the ball and it falls through the holes. The prizes are in the background in the wall, and there's a red train. Mm-hmm. And when you're looking, the Chobu is inside the train as the conductor. <laughs> like that's the level of detail. And like nice. these Chobus. The one of the posters yellow. They're not always yellow. They w- make them colors to blend in with the background and everything. It is absolutely insane. I will have to look out for that. And it's that is a piece of game design in this game 
where they did put a lot of work into putting things in places and filling out spaces. And when you're looking for these chobos, it really emphasizes you on having to literally look at every aspect of this game. Mm. And it's a it's a neat way, and it definitely adds time, too, because you literally have to stop it. You don't have to do it. Yeah. But if you are going to do it, there's, I think, 130 of them. Jeez. And I think the DLC added some to Bailu or something. Oh, wow. Or, I don't know. But uh, mm. it's, it's a really interesting piece of side quest thing I don't really know how to say it but it's it's good hmm. um, and I'll have you searching so you didn't talk to Shenhua at the end of the day in Bailu but did you talk to her in uh, the second area like on the balcony whenever she was standing there no <laughs> um, there's parts where you get back to the hotel and they just have to talk to you. Like, yeah, that's make you talk every yeah, day. that's mandatory. But then, if you go to your room and you see her standing out on the balcony, you can go out and have a chat with her about things. Yeah. Did you take the apples from the hotel room every day? It's not worth the not worth the time it takes to take them. <laughs> I really wish you could grab all four of them at once. Uh, yeah. Did you stay enough day? Uh, well, you're still there, but are you still getting a new flyer on the desk every day to take? Which desk? The desk at the foot of the bed. No, I didn't notice they changed. Yeah, so there's a new flyer there. There's, I had them for like probably two. Are they pawn shop flyers? They're a bunch of different stuff. Flyers for everything. Hmm. Um, but yeah, you collect quite a few of them. There's probably like ten, hmm. I think. Um, but yeah, I got one every day. Did you read the guest book? Uh, most of it. I went through it to find us, at least. Yeah, I found. Found mine. Uh, someone put in a Michael Scott quote from The Office, <laughs> which was which was great. Um, what else? Did you see Tronald Dump? No. <laughs> in Bailu, you know the little charm tokens in the uh, in the temple where the old bald lady is. Uh, there's like a wall of shrine. Uh, like they make a wish. Yeah. And one of them was from Tronald Dump. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and his his wish was to be rich. <laughs> oh. Uh, what else does, do we want to talk about? What do you think of sparring in the game? Like to power to, up moves. Um. I mean, I appreciate that's a, a a method to power up your moves, but I mean, it kind of takes me out of it because it's so. It's just more efficient to just spam the, the same move over and over and not like not even try to block or dodge or anything. Just stand there and just hit the button repeatedly. That's just, what I was doing. Just hit it hit it till you're out of sparring that's, time and that's I'm like, what I was doing. It's it's not good for RP. <laughs> it's not good for the role playing aspect. Um, if you want to be efficient with your time. Yeah, it was it was different. Um I really want you to to beat this game so we can talk about the ending. You say I'm pretty close to the end? Yeah, I don't think you're too far off. A few more hours, maybe. Mm. Um, it's interesting. Interesting. Also, Ren drops one of the best lines. Maybe the best line of dialogue in the series so far. <laughs> when you meet Niao-san. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I haven't met her yet. Yeah. It, uh... Goddamn cat. Rear. You just came in here to rub on me. Rear. 
we're talking about Matt's cat. Yeah. <laughs> Just so we're all on the same page. Yeah. Not somebody else in my house. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Matt's going to beat the game. We're going to talk about it, give our overall thoughts, gripes, complaints, wins, losses. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll do an episode about, you know, games we've been hyped for. And, and whether, uh, whether they lived up to that hype. Whether they lived up to that hype. I have a, a... I've been putting together... Do you think five is too easy for you? Five what? Oh, five. Five games? No, it might be too hard, because I... Until the past few years, I don't remember being, like, that hyped for a game for a long time, because games that, didn't take a long time It doesn't to even necessarily out. need to be a long time. Oh. Like, game that was announced, and you're like, oh, I need to... It could be like a you know a fran- game from a franchise or a new IP. Like Get the- off my hat, buddy. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, so yeah, we'll probably do five of those each just to see, um, you know, compare and contrast with Shenmue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is our episode. Oh, big thank you to Adam Korolek. I won one of those fans. What? The Japanese fans from the Sh- Shenmue event in Japan. Okay. He had a contest, and I won one of them. Oh, cool. yeah! So, so that will be another Shenmue thing for your collection. Yeah, it's the Shenmue collection with the wrestling game collection. The Shenmue collection is kind of balanced off a bit, <laughs> um, but I have picked up a couple things. Uh, Sylvia from Spain forwarded me along another magazine. Cool. So, yeah, that's been pretty good. Um, so you can find us on the social medias. We're at Shenmue AM2 Pod on Twitter. Uh, we're at, on youtube.com slash Podcast. Please subscribe, notify. We're so close to 500. We didn't quite make it before Shenmue 3, but uh, let's make it to 1,000 before Shenmue 4. <laughs> um, Aim 2 podcast at gmail.com. We'd like to thank our sponsor this week, The Worst Stand. The absolute best worst in town. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.